Savior and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. Let's think about the man who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let's give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let God speak to you tonight. Sometimes we miss out on what he wants to say to us. But tonight, let it not be so. Let him speak to you. Thank you, Lord. Lead us, Lord, into your truth. And fill our hearts with your presence. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Beautiful. Wise as serpents. How many of you still don't have this book? How many of you don't have it? Really? But we shared a soft copy, is that not so? Do you have phones? Do you know how to have book readers on your phone? Even if you don't have, maybe if you have PDF, normal PDF, you can. All right. We should help. Look, let me tell you something. Blessed is he that death. Okay? Sometimes just reading opens your eye. And when you read something and you are being taught, it gives you a better understanding. You may read it and you may not understand, but when I begin to explain it, you will love it and you go back to it. When I read a book that Bishop has written, and I listen to a message he has preached on the book. I tell you, the double dose. That is why I can spend four hours in a room alone with a message, with a book, with my Bible. I am, it is food enough for me. There are habits you must have as a Christian. You know, we have all gone to school, at least. And if you ever failed in any subject, it is not because you were not taught well. Why did somebody else pass? It is because you didn't study well. Yeah. And, and sometimes there are subjects, when you're going to write final exams, there are subjects that maybe the teacher taught you won't understand it. But as you're going to write the exam, you take it up and study and prepare. And you realize that when you meet the question, ah, voila, you can understand and solve the problem. 
You know, it tells you the power that you have. So, don't be somebody who doesn't read. And as we are preaching from the book and we make references to the book and to the Bible, why are you sitting at the back? All of you, please. Why, do you have babies? Where is the baby? Downstairs. Okay. Abigail. Okay. Beautiful. Right. So you must you must make it a habit to, to love reading. If you don't put in any effort, you can be here for years, nothing will happen to you. But students blame teachers. Do you know that? Students who fail exams, they always blame the school and the teacher. Oh. Oh, you are quiet. I see what I'm saying. You don't understand it. Yeah. And they feel they say the teacher didn't teach the teacher. When he teaches, I don't understand. The teacher teaches, you understand. Yes. Sometimes it is true that somebody can teach you, you will not understand. I've listened to messages that I don't understand. I'm telling you, one day a certain pastor preached on a certain scripture. Then I said, hey. But I wanted to understand it. So I read the scripture and I understood it. Not the way he preached it. <laughs> yeah. You see, that is why when Jesus read Luke chapter 4, verse 18, everybody in the church realized that no. This man is saying his understanding of the scripture and the way he 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 he, he brings it out, it means that no. It's different. So please. I'm very sad that some of you still don't have the book, even though we have made it available. And some of you, you have it. But (laughs) you have not read it. From January to February. I've not read it on your own. So you and the person who doesn't have it, level one, level hundred, same level. But may you change. Beautiful. Well, this evening, I'm going to share something very important. Chapter 7 of the book. If you don't have it, the title of the message is Masters of Maneuvers. Masters of Maneuvers. You know, the theme or the scriptural foundation for this teaching is Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16. This scripture by now you should memorize it. Mary, have you memorized it? Matthew 10, 16. Have you memorized it? You did, but you have forgotten. That's what it means. You are not sure. You should learn it. A very short scripture. Behold, I send you forth as sheep. In the, and, we, and sheep, we don't say sheeps. If it is thousand, we don't say thousand sheeps. Some of you like saying sheeps. There's no S. Like furniture. We don't say furnitures or furnitures. doesn't have S. Luggage. We don't have luggages. We have luggage. Yeah, English. I'm teaching you English. Come and pay me for English lessons. Free of charge. You should go somewhere. When you speak, they realize that, man, some of you say furnitures. Luggages. No, no. There's nothing like luggages. It's luggage. No matter the, the, the uh, number. 
we, if it is thousand, we say thousand sheep. Because we say plural, you add S. So everything that is plenty, you add S. <laughs> hey. So it is sheep. I send you forth as sheep. Because it was not one person that he was sending. He sent a lot of people. The disciples. In the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Everything is in the plural. So you see that the sheep is still one. No S. It's plural. That's English. Sometimes people read, they don't observe. Somebody can read something and when they are typing and spelling that letter, word they have read, they will type differently. Even copying, some people copy wrongly. <laughs> I've been a teacher before. I've marked English scripts before, I tell you. And I receive a lot of text messages from church people. And you see that the English, you don't read. You should learn to write well, read well. That's what reading does to you. It improves, you know, and you have a dictionary. Sometimes you see a word, maneuver. What does maneuver mean? I mean, I can explain it to you, but immediately you see that, oh, maneuver. Hey, this word, sometimes you have heard it, but when they say explain it, you don't know how to go about it. Then you take a dictionary, maneuver. And when you take a dictionary and you learn the meaning, you will learn another word from the meaning. <laughs> we have something called thesaurus. Thesaurus means similar words. Sometimes maneuver. It will give you different words that mean maneuver. You, you, do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All you know is WhatsApp and Instagram. Mm? Facebook. You are a champion of Facebook. You know how to download music, but you don't know how to download books. You know how to download movies. I mean, there are people who have websites that they can download movies. If you ask them any movie right now, they can download. I don't know it. I'm telling you the truth. I, I, I've never downloaded a movie myself to watch. Yeah. Apart from Netflix, I don't even download on Netflix to watch. If I watch, I watch. If I don't watch, I don't download. Mm. But you know it. But you don't know how to d- download uh, books, Bible. Eh? You have learned complex things and simple things you don't want to learn. Hmm? I see you changing, I tell you. Oh, are you quiet? Okay. Now, a serpent is a master of maneuvering. What does it mean to maneuver? Actually, maneuver is from, it's like a military word. Yeah. Mm, A plan, you know, or an operation to, to put in practice something. It's like a tactic to approach something. Maneuvers. So when soldiers are going to invade, they plan several ways of entering. When America was going to uh, 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 take over or enter Iraq, they went by ground. And before the ground troop went, they had prepared the uh, uh, strike. No, they, they started with the air. They bombed particular Sites where they said Saddam had uh, nuclear weapons and whatever dangerous weapons, surface to air missiles that he could use. 
so that they immobilize the person. Then the ground forces come in. It is a tactic. It is a maneuvering. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We are going to learn about it differently in this scripture. Say amen. Are you happy about tonight's message? All right. Okay. So, a maneuvering is a deliberate, coordinated movement to attain a goal. It's deliberate and coordinated to maneuver. It's like maybe you want to go out and then everybody stands up and then the uh, hallway is blocked, but you want to go down as fast as possible. So, you have to find your way amongst the people and get out as quickly as possible. That movement is a maneuvering action, so to speak. Right. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpent. One of the wisdoms of a serpent is its ability to maneuver, to go about things and reach where it wants to get to. Do you understand? Wonderful. Now, let's look at the scripture in Matthew chapter 24. No? Matthew chapter what? 21. Verse. You see, those who have the book, you see that they are helping. Hmm. 21, 28. 21, 28. Are you there? But what think ye? What do you think? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. Let's read on. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. So he was told to go and do some work. Then he told his father, I won't go. But later he changed his mind and he went. Next one. And he came to the second and said, likewise. And he also answered and said, I go, daddy or sir. But he went not. Whether of them twain, which of these two did the will of his father? I mean, I'm sure you, by logic, you know who did the right thing. Who did the right thing? The first son or the second son? Or how many of you think the second one did the right thing? Eh? You think the second one did the right thing? Eh? Did you read it well? It is the first one who did the right thing. It's true. Because he was told to go and do something. He said, I won't go, but he changed his mind. Then the second one was told, go and do it. He said, I will go, but he didn't go. So, the first one did the right thing. Yes. They say unto him, first, the first. So, Jesus saith, hey, princess, you are welcome. They said unto him, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the hallows go into the kingdom of God before you. Now, you ask yourself, 
The publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. The publicans are, are, are cheats. The publicans were Jews who were working for the Roman government. Government officials who were living large whilst the Jews were poor. They were tax collectors. They were living with the people. They, were, they had been appointed in several and different positions because they were smart. But they were taking advantage of the poor Jews. So the Jews didn't like them. They saw them as sinners. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? And then as for a harlot, you know who a harlot is? A prostitute. So just imagine Jesus telling us that. Or just imagine that you are in church. That you have been told to do something. You didn't do it. But somebody who is not in church, who has been told to do something, who said, I will not do it. But the person has changed his mind and done it. God approves of that person far more than you who says, I will do it. As in obedience to the Father. But when you turn, you don't do it. Do you get what I'm saying? What it means is that the, the, the one who is in the church is not thinking right. And the one who is outside, the sinner, is rather thinking right, has changed their mind. You know, life, eh? We all are on a path. We are going somewhere. We all have a purpose. But Sometimes when you, when you start walking, you realize that I'm going to uh, 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 maybe Serekunda. And as I'm going, I realize, no, there's a flat in the normal area that I use. What will you do? What will you do? As a natural response, you will look for another way. Is that not so? Yeah. It means you are maneuvering. You are going around your purpose by changing your initial direction. But if you don't have the mind that you have to change, you drown. One day I saw a video of a truck, huge truck, and it was descending a hill and there was a flat in a valley. But you see, the way the Track is heavy and big. I as the driver assumed that I can go through this water. And people were there, cars were parked, people were there stopping him. He didn't mind anybody and he just went inside. He went um, when he got into the middle of the uh, 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 flood prone area, the current started and it swept the track till it went into the deep part of the river. And disappeared. Yeah. <clears throat> Anybody who does not learn how to change their mind, eh, you are going to face calamities, destructive end. Changing of mind is a standard to achieve your aim. And to please God. 
Some people can't change their mind. They are going like this. They will go. Ah. As they are going, they are crying. Oh. They are crying. Oh. But they are going. They are crying. They are going. They, it's like the presence of mind to make a turn. It's not there. Look, if you have ever seen snakes moving, they don't move straight. Their movement is calculated, organized, and coordinated. Because they don't see well. They are deaf. They don't hear well. They use the vibrations of the earth to sense. That's why, and they are sensitive, I'm telling you. They have organs, perceptions that can help. If you put, if you see a snake moving and you put something here, it will climb it. It will not force to go through it. (laughs) Do you understand? It's like because it's coming straight, it has to go through it. No, 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 no. It 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 will find its way. That's why they can climb walls. Yeah. You, you can see, but you can run into a tree. With your forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Masters of maneuvers. We all should learn how to go about things. We, you must be flexible. Rigidity is expensive. Somebody who cannot change their mind is dangerous to himself. That's why when they are doing, doing roads, don't, roads are not straight. Roads can never be, they are not straight. I mean, if, if, can you imagine that we say we want to, they want to do a road from here to Serekunda. So as you are standing here, you take the compass and you point to uh, Serekunda. 20 degrees northeast. So the road must start from here and go through Kaboro uh, Shapata. Hey, you may go through, I mean, things. You may find waterlocked areas that will cost you a lot to fill to get the road. So wisely, you do. That's why roads are. But you will get there anyway. Is that not so? Yeah. You see, that's how life is. You say you want to marry. It's a good thing. That's why you meet a man that is not working. You want it to work. You want it to work. Some of you, you want it to work. Ah! You must be flexible. Hey. Alright. So we are going to look at some characteristics of maneuvering. When we say to maneuver, what do you do? The first one is that you must learn to make U-turns. You see, if I take a step that I'm going here and I see something that will block me, I just have to come back. Which is the best route? Does it mean that I don't have sense? 
or have wasted my time. No. Look at a scripture in the book of Luke. Sorry. All right. Let me look at Zacchaeus first. I like the Zacchaeus story. Some of you have not. You don't know. Luke chapter 19. Verse 1. Luke chapter 19 verse 1. See, the parable that we read in Matthew chapter 21, verse 28, when Jesus told the story of two sons, he said that because the first one changed his mind, he had done the Father's will. Anybody who doesn't change his mind, the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom before them. Now, Zacchaeus was a publican. Zacchaeus. The normal man that you have heard. Zacchaeus. Haven't you heard about Zacchaeus? And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Let's read. Let's read. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was what? The chief. The Ogboro. The Ibadu. Is it Ibadu? I don't know. Ibadu is what? Akalo. Ibadu is what? Ah, the thing they wear. Ah, okay. The 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 Ogboro of the publicans. So if the publicans are considered sinners, this is the chief of all of them. <laughs> you understand? It's like you say these people they are four one nine. Then you meet the senior man of the four one nine people. Yeah. I mean, if you see a common thief, you are not happy with him. But if you see the the father of the thieves. I mean, the man, you see that? No, you have met a senior sinner. I mean, a hardcore guy. Yeah. He was the chief among the publicans. And he was rich. <laughs> the Bible is sweet, oh, I'm telling you. And he sought to see Jesus who he was. He just wanted to see Jesus. And could not for the press. The crowd was too much. Because he was, a, he was of a little stature. He was some short man. He was a short man. Yeah. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. I mean a, a big man. I mean a, a, maybe like a, I won't mention anybody's name before. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. For he was to pass that way. Jesus is passing this way. He knew this guy, Jesus was walking this way because the crowd was moving and the man is coming. The only thing that could qualify him to see Jesus was to climb a tree. Hey! The man must be hungry. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him. I mean, it's amazing that of all the people there, the guy in the tree, I mean, just imagine somebody has climbed a tree. Yeah? To just see you. And Jesus looked up and saw me and said unto him, Zacchaeus, I don't know whether it was word of knowledge that made Jesus know that this is Zacchaeus. But I'm thinking that probably, see, Matthew was a publican and he had been saved by Jesus and he was not a disciple. So Matthew would have told Jesus, look, 
that guy is my boss. <laughs> He's my boss. He has climbed the tree. I'm sure he wants to see you. Yeah, he was the chief. It was around that time because Matthew was a publican and the chief of the publicans. I mean, you, he knows his boss. Ah, he knows, and I'm sure he must have heard that Matthew, one of his guys, had become a disciple. Yeah, and the publican said, "You there? Let's read. You understand it." And Jesus saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. Hurry up. For today, I must abide at thy house. He was a popular guy. He was known. Yeah. Short people are famous, I'm telling you. Yeah. Little men, they are very powerful men. Yeah. Yeah. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it. They all murmured saying that he has gone to be the guest with a man that is a sinner. Because the publicans, that's how they are. They don't have a good name. And look at what Zacchaeus said. He knew who he was. How he had become rich. So, his meeting with Jesus, look at the first thing he said. He said, and Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. This is somebody who had become rich by dubious means. Yeah. Because you see, what this confession means is this, it is a confession. It's not a suggestion that he's making. He is confessing how he has become rich. And something happened to him when he met Jesus. He realized, I, I don't need the riches. There's something. I've, I've done people a lot of wrong. So look at verse 10. What, the, what did Jesus say? Is it Jesus who spoke? Verse 9. Sorry. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham. He didn't condemn him. He just realized that the guy had had a change of mind. You know, many of us want to do well in life. But sometimes, how we go about it is a problem. There are people who can sit in a church and they are thieves. They are thieves at work. They under-invoice, they over-invoice. They manipulate things. They cheat people. They, they do. It's like, ah. One day a certain guy said, they have created an office for us. We have also created a business in the office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A civil servant in a certain country. It's like they've employed him to work, but the salary ain't good. So the office he has, the computer he has, the luxury that he enjoys, the internet assets that he has, he has used it to create his business. Do you understand what it is? So he's doing what will bring him something beside what he has been asked to do. 
the publicans were just supposed to collect taxes and report to the Roman government. But when they collect the taxes, they don't report all. And sometimes they can force people to pay more taxes, like auditors. They can force you to pay more. And they don't, they don't account, I mean, because the, the, the Jews, the, 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 the Romans had a problem understanding and relating with the Jews. So the only thing they had to do was to, was to appoint their own. That's why when your own becomes a policeman and you have a problem, he'll collect money from you to solve a problem for you. Yeah, that's publicans, public officials. You go to uh, which state institution? Name any of them. Sometimes even when you want a normal passport, to get a normal passport that is due you, the person who has been appointed to work and give you a passport who will be paid at the end of the month will collect money that is not supposed to collect from you. And that money, they won't give receipts. Yeah. But you see, such was the character of, and immediately he met Jesus. This is what struck him. Then no, all that I have, eh, I'm going to give to the poor. Said, I'm, I'm divide. Please go back to verse eight. Go back to verse eight again. The half, half, half of my goods I give to the poor, and and if I have taken anything from any man. By uh, false accusation, I restore him for who? You see, that thing that he said, he had done it. He was just being diplomatic. It's a diplomatic language, couched in fine language. But he did it. That is why Jesus' response was to assure him of salvation. You have done something, you have changed your mind. Yeah. Anytime you come to Jesus, eh, there are things that you must turn away from. If you, if, you, if you have not changed anything in you ever since you became a Christian, I'm telling you that you have not learned how to maneuver. You don't understand. Yeah. Because the love of the world, it is a natural thing in all of us. The love for material things, the love, some people love women. When you come to church, you, you, you have to change. Yeah. You have to change. You, you can't have that, those pleasures and enjoy fellowship. No, they don't work together. Because it will kill you. Some of the things that many of us are involved in, if we continue, you know, many people eh, who do certain things, they are not happy. It is a cover-up for the emptiness they can't explain. When you see somebody, I had a friend when we were growing up. This guy lied to me, I'm telling you. I've, up to today, I, I, I think he had something, but I didn't know. Because he can meet a girl, any girl he meets, to, he meets in a day, he can sleep with you. One day, we're traveling, we're sitting in a bus. He was sitting here. I was sitting here, and there was a lady in the corner. By the time we reached, oh, Charlie, inside the bus. Didn't know, any, didn't know her from anywhere. It, it's, like, it's like, there's something about him. There, there's something. And, and you see, later, he went to America. And married a black American woman who had a 14-year-old daughter who looked more than 18. And he was sleeping with a girl. And the mother got to know and reported and they put him in jail seven years. You have married me, you are sleeping with my 14-year-old daughter. Yeah. 
He couldn't, he likes, he's addicted to sex. I mean, look, there are some things when you are in it, you know, you know that it's a problem. It's not normal. Some people love money. They will do anything. They can sell their mother, sell their brothers. Do, I'm, I'm telling you, it is, there is something about it. Some of you can, you see, some, uh, roaming is an addiction. Too many friends. Yeah, you, you can roam. You are not an evangelist. Yeah, yeah. Even policemen don't walk like that. Who even mobile mo, mobile police they don't move like that. You hey yeah. One of my problems when I was growing up was I I mean when I take you to Accra today, the police Accra is very big. The population of Accra is bigger than Gambia. The whole population of Gambia. Only Accra. And Accra is huge. It's a city big. Very big. About four to five million people live only in Accra. That's more than the whole population of Gambia. Yeah. So you can see the size of Accra. I know everywhere. I am not a surveyor. I have not worked with uh, town and country planning to be able to be mapping out. It's just friends roaming. I know everywhere in Accra. I'm telling you. And I can never get anywhere I know. One day I was moving with the bishop to go and visit somebody. When we got to the the way I was driving, he said, hey, but it looks like you know this place because it's far from where I live. I said, oh, sure. (laughs) Roaming. I used to roam. When I have, I used to, I mean, I can have a car full tank. Well, where should I go? When you call friends, they would give you agenda. Make we go here. Make we go here. So I knew that it was a problem. When I became a Christian, it ceased. I'm telling you. When I joined the church, I stopped the friends and the movement. Then I gave myself to the church, to visiting people. So I used to drop everybody in the church. It was a U-turn. Yeah. I don't visit girls. Go to parties. I mean, look. Every Friday, there is a... Sometimes you... I can be... Like, maybe you are living in Banju. You are in Banju. Then you hear that there is a party in uh, Brikama. You are there. Yeah. Then maybe there are two. One is in Brikama, one is in Tanji. So you go to Brikama, hang around, then you move to Tanji. In the night, two parties. Maybe if you go and the one at Tanji is boring, then you realize that no, the one at Brikama was nice. Then you come back. Then you chill. Then you, you come back home. Useless. Yeah. Yeah. You see, when you don't recognize the futility and the, and the uselessness of things that you indulge in, and you come to Christ and you don't shed it, you are not a master who has learned to make you tense. Because there are some lifestyles that you should change immediately. A lot of chatting on the phone with friends chats. I'm telling you, it is a useless venture. It is a waste of time. It doesn't profit. That's why you can't read. That's why you can't read. That's why you can't study. Because sometimes, eh, if you sit at home alone, or you take a book for two hours, you'll be surprised the benefits you will have instead of chatting online. Some of you, you felt when the internet was not working yesterday. (laughs) You have insulted the president. You have insulted everybody in the country. You You have insulted everybody. Yeah. 
Because they have, they, have, they have taken away your life. <laughs> yeah. But if you had a book, me, I, I read books, I'm telling you. Listen to messages. Yeah. I, I, I'm never bored alone. So sometimes I feel that it's even a problem. I, can, I like being with myself and God. It's difficult for me to go out. I'm telling you. It's difficult. Because what I learn and what happens to me when I'm alone, I enjoy it. I've made a U-turn. I'm somebody who likes to go out to. I used to, I'm telling you, hey, even when I came here, I used to drive around in Gambia just to know. I, I, I said, me, I won't get lost. I've gone, to, one day I've drove, I won't tell you. Should I tell you? Hey, I was coming from Tabukoto. Then there was traffic on the main road. So I said, let me use the inside. I will get somewhere. Charlie, I won't ask you. Go, go, go. Charlie, by the time I realized I was a Sukuta, around the petrol gas station, when I came out, I said, man! <laughs> hey! What kind of... I mean, I mean, I like things like that. Just to know places. Yeah. But you see, I now use that thing for God. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I can't, do I visit you? Whatever we have to say about, we can say on the phone. Yeah, learn to change. Make hey, some of you, hey, Charlie, your mind works in a certain way. It's difficult to to change, and and he does swear to his own head and changes not. It's a curse. It's a sentence you can vow to do something, and that thing when you continue to do it, it may bring a problem, but you still you, you can't help it. For some of you, you can realize sometimes that you are locked up in habits, sometimes even relationships. Some of you are in relationships that you should, hey, you should make a U-turn. Leave the guy. Leave the girl. Cut it off. You are here. He is there. You can't help it. Yeah. The guy is directly opposite to you. You can see that you see, when, when you say you love God, you can't make a choice that this thing, let me sacrifice it. Look at uh, 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 Zacchaeus. He was rich. And he knew, he, you see, when they call somebody a publican, maybe you should go and read about it. That's why I'm explaining it that way. They were not liked by the Jews. They were seen as collaborators, traitors. They are working with the Roman government to exploit them. They didn't like them. They hated them. They called them sinners. They called them wicked people. That's why the guy who went to the uh, 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 synagogue to pray said, I'm not like this publican. Because there are some way. So for such a person to say, look, and he was the chief. The chief, even the small ones are not easy. Then the chief of them in Jericho. I mean, it's like he's a big guy. I'm telling you, don't play with him. But he immediately he met Jesus. He said, this is what has made me rich. I'm changing my mind. I'm going to give half of my goods. And anybody that I've taken money from illegally, I'm returning it fourfold. Yeah. By you. You. You can't make a U-turn. As you are going with the boy that you have come to Jesus, you are still going with the boy. You can't help it. No. There are things you must, you must walk away from. And sometimes to walk away from is to make a U-turn. 
it's like you are going a direct opposite way. You have turned your back. Because coming to Jesus is a decision. It's like a U-turn. It is, you are denying the love of the world and the pleasures of sin. That's what it is. So, there is hypocrisy if you have come to be a Christian. You have given your life to Jesus. You have received salvation as was promised uh, uh, Zacchaeus. And there is nothing in your life that has changed. You have not walked away from anything. You, no, you haven't. You haven't changed. I'm telling you, you haven't changed. You are, you are just playing church. Yeah, you are pretending. You are a pretender. Those who pretend. Yeah. You, you, you say, you, you, you sit down and drink with friends. I used to drink with friends. When I came to church, I, I stopped. I didn't even entertain the idea that I will sit with you and then we will chat. But I will drink Coca-Cola and you will be drinking your beer. It won't work. Say so you turn. There are some things you walk away from. You don't, it's not parallel lines. So. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, uh, uh, okay, yeah, you just be there, me to maybe here. I won't do this. Oh, we are now, uh, uh, we have decided that we won't, won't have sex again. Yeah. You and the boy, you say you won't have sex again. Meanwhile, the boy, he's still. You know how you are feeling towards him, and how he feels. You are, de- you are denying yourself of a truth. We, we have decided that we won't have sex again. Eh? Can you handle it? Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. Anything. I have been in a relationship, even as a Christian, and I realized that this relationship, eh, it started well. I love this lady. She's a good girl. I mean, she's a Christian sister. But as I'm going, eh, this thing can end in a disaster because of the character traits and the pattern of life. And the only thing I have to do is to make a U-turn. I'm going to marry you as I marry you again. And not that we'll be friends. And wait till... Things work. Things will not work. I, I, I don't want to be in a relationship again. I'm ending this decision to marry. I've changed my mind. Yeah. Today, look at me. I bet you, if I had walked into that marriage, I would never be here. I'm telling you, by the grace of God. Yeah. For somebody who does not love people, who does not open up. I mean, if you, if you come to me as a pastor and my wife, who are you? Yeah. You see that you, I mean, even me, I would feel uncomfortable. Sometimes I'm sitting in a car and I've given church members a, a, a lift. Ah, me that I used to have friends that I drive with. I've come to church. I've chosen children of God. People that I love as Christians. I don't need anything from anybody. I am taking them home. It's a blessing that I have a car. Many people don't have the car. And you are my beloved. You are still in front. I've given lift. Then she's bought. And as we are chatting with people, she won't talk. And she's quiet. Then you see that there's tension in the car. And the people are laughing. Happening. She's quiet. She won't say a word. And you want me to go and marry such a person? In the name of what? Tell her it's a U-turn. It's a U-turn. It's a U-turn. Yeah. Free as a bed. Some of you, you are hiding. The guy doesn't want you to come to church. You say, uh, eh, eh, he's a good guy. Hey! Somebody who doesn't want you to be a Christian, who doesn't want you to be serious with God, you say he's a good guy. You don't know what you are dealing with. 
You can't make a U-turn. You are not a man. You have not learned to maneuver. Sometimes make a U-turn. Let them call you crazy. Let them call you stupid. Let them call you use. Let them call you names. At the end of the day, you have saved yourself. Yeah. Me, I understood that. Tale, <laughs> my salvation, it is not based on church members. But when you follow people and you want to please people, you will do things that can kill you. I have built myself in a relationship with the Lord. Look at Zacchaeus. He had employees. He had people. He had many people he was looking after. So to give away half of your goods means that challenge. Some people will be affected though. Yeah. To restore people that you have cheated fourfold. It means that some people around you say, hey, is everything alright? Now uncle, you can't pay our school fees. Uncle, you can't do this. But I say, look, I found Jesus. I've seen something about this man. My heart has left the pleasures of sin and, 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 and the love for money. And I'm sacrificing all those things for that relationship that he would choose to come to my house. Of all the people that were around, I climbed the tree. He looked at me and said, come down. I'm coming to your house. And I will, not, I will not dishonor that relationship. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think. But I found somebody after my own heart. He loves me. He has not condemned me. When he knows what I have done, he looked at me and said, today, salvation has come to you. Ah, what a blessing. Why can't you make a choice for God and stand? You profess, you talk with your mouth. Some of you are still having sex with, with people you are not married to. Yeah. You can't, you can't help it. You can't sacrifice the body. You are going to places you shouldn't go to. Going to clubs. Going to the world. Going to parties you shouldn't go to. There are even family, some family engagements. There are demonic presence because of the, the, the lust that sense around. The music they play. The chats. The things. You see that you are in a wrong environment. You are sitting down. Don't make a you then. They walk with Christ, eh? It means that you must learn, no? Because there are some things, eh? Chale, they can take you to hell. Don't joke. There, there, there are pleasures of sin. Sin is sweet. That is why people commit it. But sometimes deny yourself. Many people who have diabetes, it is the, it's called sweet tooth. You see that? They stop them from eating many things, but some of them can't. They can't. The thing is killing you. you. You won't stop it. People are smoking. They have lung cancer. Stop it. They can't. This guy died recently, Larry King, CNN. He has been a chain smoker. He has had problems, health. They have advised him to stop smoking. He didn't stop. He died at the age of 97. Lung failure. Other complications. Why do you see something that is taking away your life? You just can't help it. No, God has not saved us to, to make us helpless. When you come closer to God, eh, that's what happened to Zacchaeus. When he came closer, he realized that he can do something that he didn't imagine he could ever do. Because when people cheat to be rich, they are afraid. When you go to their house, you see they have dogs. They have security men. They have cameras. They have a uh, uh, fence above wire fences. They have burglar proof. It's like the house is like a castle. When he goes inside, oh! Because he knows he has got the money. He has fortified himself. Hmm. 
is afraid of his shadow. He doesn't know who will be coming after him. Why have you prospered but you are living in fear? The blessing of God maketh rich, but it added no sorrow. You see, everybody, every at your age, everybody uh, is expecting you to be in a relationship. Fine, there's nothing wrong with it, but that relationship is not right. So, right, you can't make a U10. Hi! Charlie. Number two. So the first one is make a U-turn. Let me give you another scripture. The prodigal son. Hmm. I didn't want to use that one because I've I've preached about it for some time. God help us, I tell you. Luke chapter 15 and verse 18. You know, this young man went to his father and asked him to give him half or all the things that his father wants to give to him. Even though the father had not died. And the father gave him everything that was... And the father was a prosperous person. He had servants... He had farms, he had property. And he took everything that was given to him. And the Bible says he went to a far country. And there he wasted his life on righteous living. He was partying. He was blowing the money. You know, some of you, eh, today if you have money, the way you spend the money, eh, you'll be more than this prodigal son. No, just that's why some of some, you see that some of you like changing things. Your your hair, your shoes, I mean dresses. Anything you have money, no, you have to release. Yeah. Every week you want to release something. You see, who are you in competition with? Who are you in competition with? He went and blew all the money. And then he, they began to be a famine and he began to be in want. And everything finished and his friends left him. And now he was forced to go and work in a pig farm. Pigry. Yeah. So it shows that, you see, a Jewish boy who goes to work in a pigry, it's like you are in prison. Of all the jobs that you get, that's a, a pigry. They don't go near pigs. But it shows how desperate he was. He couldn't help it. And to the extent that he was so hungry that when they feed the pigs, what they give him, he, he, has, he has appetite to eat the, the pig's food. But nobody will give him. He's like, you can't eat that food. So he looks at the pigs eating them. His mouth. And as you see, when you are hungry and you have a brother who is eating and doesn't want to give you, I mean, it's not an easy thing, no? Or sometimes you can smell some nice food and you are hungry. I tell you. Aroma can give you a headache. So he faint. It's like he, he, he desired to eat it, but he could, no man would give him. Then as he was sitting down, he said, ah, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven. 
Now he's not even talking about you. He said, Daddy, what I've done is against heaven. It's, it's, it's unconscionable. And before you. Verse 19. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Humility has come in. You know, sometimes when some of you, when you make mistakes, you are never humble. There are people you can see have made a mistake as you are counseling them. This guy, nobody was counseling him. Sometimes, you see, when you don't sit down to assess what has brought a problem into your life and you don't make the change. You see, one day, a shepherd brought him a guy. The moment he sat with the guy before me, I got angry. Because the, I knew this guy was not ready to listen. Because before he had that problem, we told him. And he went away, ah, and now the thing has become wild. And he has come to see the shepherd to come in. Not that he's coming to beg. I'm not the one to beg. But he wants advice. He wants advice. What, what do you... So the first, as he talked, talk, I said, but you are speaking for you. Let him speak. What does he want to do? And the shepherd was shocked. After the guy had spoken and explained the problem and, and told the shepherd that he should come and see pastor, so the pastor will help in counsel and things. He had wronged his father. And left the house, did things. And his mother told him, go and apologize. He just rubbished it. And as he had come and he was sitting there, and the shepherd was talking, I said, you are talking too much. Let him tell us what he wants to do, given the situation and what he has gone through. When he opened his mouth, the first thing he said is that he wants to travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wants to leave the country. You see, then I understood why I got angry. Because as, as, as the guy came back to church, I knew that he, he had spoken to somebody and I knew that it's like he has realized that he has made a mistake. But it is not us that he has to apologize. He has to apologize to his father. You have wronged your father. It's not the church. Of course, the church, we advise you. So maybe this boy will say, I've wronged heaven. It's like, you realize that, no, this is not what God wants for you. You have made a mistake. So you are coming to beg the pastor first. You see, so I, I told the shepherd, you see, when you came in, the first emotion that came into my heart was anger. That this guy is not ready to change. Without having spoken to him ever since he came. And the first question I asked him, so you, the shepherd is talking, you, that you have gone through this problem with your father and everything, what do you want to do? I want to travel. So we, we should help you travel to solve your problems and move away from, you, you see that the person is not ready to do the right thing. You won't even say that. You want to go to your father. Let's, let's go with you to go and beg him and that you are sorry. One day, one, one pastor led uh, a, a lady to go and beg their, uh, their mother. As he went and spoke, mommy, they, sorry, this, 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 this. Then, the mother said, she's here. Let her also say something. When she opened her mouth, she said that the, the daughter was with the mother. She said that she wants to take the daughter away. 
there was nothing like I'm sorry or anything. She feels that she wants to take the burden because she feels that the mother is not happy because she has left her daughter. That's not the problem. You have disrespected and dishonored your mother. So if you don't see that you have done something wrong and you think that you have to solve the problem by taking away your daughter to solve your mother's anger, it's, 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 it's. But this guy, he realized that he has done wrong against his father. So he guarded himself and went. That's 20. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. And he arose and he came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him. It means the father had been waiting for him. We have read this story several times. Many people go down in life and in, in, in sins and mistakes, but they never accept it. And I've seen many people like that in, in the church, here and wherever I've passed it. Yeah. You see that? They, they have done something wrong, but it is almost as if when you are counseling them, they want you to understand that they, they, have, they are victims. You see, when, when somebody has that mindset, what it means is that <laughs> you are not a master of maneuvering. Because you see, humility, saying sorry, it is a high level of wisdom. Wisdom and humility. One of the cardinal signs of wisdom is humility. So, uh, Moses, the Bible says that he, is the, he was the meekest of all men on the earth. That's a testimony of God about him. He exhibited wisdom. In handling people. He had anger issues, I'm telling you. But you see, God saw a certain quality in him. How come you there? You can't, you, can, you see, inability to change your mind is a problem. Pride, pride eats many people in the church. There are some people, they, 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 they go on a path and they are in the church. But they are far away from where they started off. See, when you come to church, let me show you a, a sign. One of the things that God puts in your heart when you are saved is a desire to stay, number one. And then a desire to find something to do to keep you around. But sometimes, when we start that way, things come in and affect us. And some people can stay, but they move far away from the goal. And there is nothing that prompts them to, to turn. So, they, 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 maybe they started as, as, as ashes. Or they started learning instruments or playing instruments in the church. And they have stopped. And they are in the church. Nothing tells them that. Let me come back and play the keyboard. Let me come back and, 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 and play the drums. Let me come back and be an usher. Let me come back and join the choir. They, they've left the choir. They, nothing breaks their heart. They, they are not, they, they, their conscience is gone. They, there's no humility. They've changed. There is no, nothing touches them. So when Satan wants to deceive you, he takes service from you. He takes humility from you. But you are still around. He is still around. When God calls his children, he comes. But God cannot send him unless he asks him to do destructive things. Then he will go. That's why God, God cannot send Satan to come and save you. He will send him to come and kill you. 
and he will come. <laughs> That's who he is. It's like the mind cannot have the presence to do good. That's why it's called evil. How come you say you love God, but ever since you change your heart, you can't humble yourself and serve in the church? You used to do something. You have stopped for years. You have changed. You have become something that was not the creation. You have become. You, you see, you are not, a, and you are killing yourself. You are going to be killed. Yeah, you are going into destruction. But there is nothing that prompts you. Let me change. You have. You you, you don't talk to somebody. Hey. Hey. You can't forgive. And it's been yes, you can't forgive. Satan doesn't forgive. It is his character in his nature. Think about it. Sometimes don't look at don't you have to set yourself. Say, am I am I am I a master of maneuvering? Humble yourself. Hey, I can't stay. One of the things that made me sit and decide that there was something wrong with my life and I have to give my life to Christ. One day I was at home and when my father tells me to do something, I don't do it. I go out, I was working, so I get small money, I come, I mean, I live, and my mother will come and talk to me, I don't hear. And I'm still in the house. Then, one day, one early morning, Friday, he was going to work. Normally, I will be sleeping when he's going to work. By the time I wake up, he's gone. But that morning, I think I woke up. I couldn't sleep or something. So when he woke up, he was going to iron his shirt. And I decided that, oh, let me iron it. When I went, he said, no, no, he will do it. You see, that thing there. When I went back to my room, I cried. I'm telling you. I realized that, hey, I have become something that I shouldn't be. That my father will not allow me to iron a shirt. It's not a good thing. And I didn't know how to get to him and say sorry or something. I just, I just went through a lot of thinking. I, I have to change. And that is what led me to give my life to Christ and to, to change. And I used to pray, Lord, help me. To restore that relationship. It was important to me. For the sake of honor and long life. Today the story has changed. If, if, if I don't call him one week. He will say hey. So you definitely don't call him. He won't call us. Yeah. Why? Because there is honor. There is respect. When there is a problem. I am the first person he will call. Can you imagine if I had not changed? Like by now. Oh. No, some people have parents. There is no communication because you, 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 you have become, you, have, you see, you moved away from serving and from humility. You, you became a boss and you speak back and you do things the way you want to do them and without humility. So now they can't tell you to do anything and it has gone far worse until they die. That's when you cry. Don't joke. When you are in a church and you, you, you stop serving, it is, not a, it is not a good spirit. It is a sign that you are going to destruction. 
You are not a servant. You are not a child. How can, how can a child, see, when you have stubborn children in the house, you don't send them home. Because sometimes when you, you know that when you are sending this child, the time you are expecting the child to come, they won't come. So sometimes when they are around, they, when they are not around, you are even, you, you, you have your peace. When they come, you, are, you, you become worried. You shouldn't be somebody who is wished away. Because you, you are useless. And you don't, you the, you the child. It is on you to, to realize that you have made a mistake. You see, don't ever think that the father should have gone out to look for, 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 for the son. It's a different story. When Jesus gave the story of the 99 uh, sheep, one went away. He left the 100 sheep. One went away. He left the 99 and went to look for it. There is a difference. That one wandered off. This one, it was a decision. You made the choice. You made the choice. You decided to go this way. So, some of you, you take decisions and, and you do things. You move away gradually, gradually, gradually. You stop doing everything in the church. Then you want the pastor to come and beg you. The pastor will beg you. You will still not change. There are people that have begged when I, became, when I came here. I have asked them, what were you doing? I used to do this. Come and do it. Up to now, they have not done it. I've given them every opportunity. But you see, the person has not come to a point that I want to change. You are, you, you are helping the person. They will not change. That's why people ask a question like, so why is it that God, he forgives you, but he doesn't forgive Satan? Satan has not decided to change. The humility is always like, what I have become, I like it. I am the adversary. I am the one who seeketh to devour your children. I go about like a roaring lion, seeking to destroy. I have decided to sift Peter like wheat. I am a destroyer. That's who I am. I won't change. Then you say who? The father should show him mercy. Don't think the pastor will come to you. You have to change. You are not humble. You are proud. You have never come to yourself to say that I I want to come back. I used to do this. I'm coming back. Coming back. Coming back. Coming back. Don't don't wait till it's too late. Look, stand to your feet. I'll finish my message. One point is enough. Lift up your right hand. Anybody who is here, if there was something you used to do, come back. Some of you were shepherds. You follow up people. You call people. Today, you have stopped. Nothing breaks your mind that, let me, let me, let me come back to my father's house and, and, and be nothing. Let me just, ah, hey. You can't make a U-turn. What has happened to you? Your conscience is seared. Nothing, you, there is no humility. You have become an adversary. You can't, you can't humble yourself to serve God. You think God will beg you. What you were not doing, somebody will do it. And what you were not doing, if it is not done, I tell you, God will raise stones to do it. That's why he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The attitudes of demonic mindsets and character can never diminish the power of the church. Can never quench the spirit of the church. That's why if all of you decide that you will stop the church, you'll be surprised that the church will even grow. Sometimes because you are here, that's why it has not grown. 
Because you are a stumbling block. Somebody, somebody looks at you and says, hey, 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 you are my senior. I don't want to come and stand and lead prayer whilst you are there. I mean, you used to lead prayer. So I feel it's some way. I mean, as if I am proud. Hey! Brother, you are not proud. It's humility. It's humility. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Father, help us. We are masters of our destiny. Our movements, organized, calculated, they are all in our hands. Therefore, Lord, give us the grace. Like Zacchaeus, when he encountered you, his heart pricked him. And he said, of his riches, he will give half to the poor. And anybody that he has wrongly uh, cheated, he will give uh, or restore to the person fourfold. Ah! Lord, let the things that we have loved in the world, that have stood as our passions, and we have pursued in the world the relationships and the connections and, and contacts and, and, and things that we have built in the world. Let us give them away. Make a Jew and come and humble ourselves before you. Yes. Anybody who, who started in the house and had the desire to serve, but now you are not a servant, you are a master in the house. You cannot be con- uh, 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 led. You cannot, you cannot be instructed. You cannot be commanded. You cannot be said. You are no more a servant. And there is nothing that touches your mind to make a U-turn. Ah, pray against it. Ah, Father, help us. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you. We bless you. Help us. Lord, help us. May we not be castaways after we have stood as your children and opened our hearts to serve and to follow. May, may the enemy not enter our hearts and draw us away. May we not assume the nature of the enemy who changeth not, who cannot repent in the midst of love and in the midst of mercy, cannot come to himself. But may we be like the prodigal son who will come to himself and say, I will arise and I will go. Even if I'm a servant, far lesser than what I used to be, I am better off in my father's house. Ah, help us. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed. If you are here tonight, someone invited you all. Some of you know. You've been struggling. See, you are far from the Lord. In terms of your relationship with him. Even though many years ago you called yourself a Christian and gave your life to him. But there is nothing in you that shows that you have any relationship with him. And you know it. Your spirit bears witness of who you are. And you need no man to tell you that you are far from him. But you want to say, Pastor, help me. I want to, I want to come back. I want to restore and renew that relationship. Help me. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you wherever you are. Lift it up. Thank you, Jesus. Lift it up. Lift it up. Each, each man according to his heart. Don't look at anybody. Just, just. If, if I were you, many of you would lift up your hands. But I'm looking at you because you have not come to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Some of you as you are standing here, 
you, you, you used to do something in the church. You have stopped. You should lift up your hands. You have changed. Your heart has been seared. You are far from anybody who serves in the house. You have changed totally. And there is nothing that shows that you are ready to come back. There is no desire to come back. You have gone far. Ah, lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Yes, lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Thank you, Jesus. Lift it up. Father, help them. Behold the hearts of your people. And for what they say that men can't hear. And for what they kneel before you that men can't see. Give them help. Give them help to restore that joy of salvation. And the peace that comes with serving you. And being truthful. Help them. Help them as a testimony of their salvation and your love. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Be seated.